And we are live. What's going on, people? Welcome to the Running Gun Podcast. This evening, I'm Jay Peeps. This is Ace. That isn't going to give me an intro, but I guess now I got to do it myself. It's all right. I mean, I, I kind of figured out. I was like, I, it's episode nine. I'll take the training wheels off of them. And I'll just yeah, like, yeah, let's go. See, see I, li- I like that. That, that. That's good. That's good. That's good. And this evening, we have a very special episode for y'all. We're going to hit on a lot of interesting topics, stuff that happened over the weekend, stuff that's planning to happen this week. You know, we got some interesting news came out of Jackson, Mississippi for this week. So and I, I, I haven't even revealed it to Ace yet, so he doesn't even know what it is, which is so interesting. No, but I got one. It was not exactly news. It's more of an idea that they're talking about. But we'll get into it, too. I don't think you know about this one either. Oh, you're going to leave me with a cliffhanger like that, huh? Okay. Well, you gave me one, so I got to I gotta return the favor. That's that's fair enough. That is fair enough. I can, I can accept that. Um, what else we got? Oh, yeah, by the way, two Coastal Carolina and Appalachian State are playing right now as we speak. I don't know why this game is being played on a Wednesday night. I don't – I mean, they could have really helped us until tomorrow night. Uh, but uh, we also got fantasy football pick them. Yep. This week is going to be interesting because there's like seven or eight teams on a bye week. Yes, there really is. Bye-mageddon, I think is what they're calling it. <sighs> This has been a hectic week. This this week makes you really test your metal. It tests your skills. Yes. Uh, thankfully, I don't have a tough game, a tough matchup this week. But Me as always, make sure you like, share, and subscribe, and follow down below. And then yeah. also to please leave a comment. The intro's next. Don't go anywhere. It's going to be a fun episode tonight. Stay tuned. What's going on, guys? This is JP. This is the Bull. This is JC. This is Flash. This is Jimmy Hendricks. And you are listening to. And you are listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to the Run and Gun Podcast. Let's get this going. Yes, yes, please, yes. Let's get this going. So, honest. So, where was I? Yes, we got to start off with it. So, the breaking news today out of Jackson, Mississippi, was the. So, as we all know, Jackson State plays between Cutman this week, but they will be without their head coach Deion Sanders, who is out because you know he had foot surgery. So, uh-huh. no on this week, as Bethune travels to Jackson, Mississippi to play Jackson State. So, I mean, it's – I don't want to say this is a trap game, but honestly, I mean, you've seen how big of a role not having your head coach on the sideline plays in a game. But, again, who knows? 
people are probably going to start thinking, you know, heck, no Dion, so Jackson State might take a week off and go back to their old Jackson State antics, which I highly doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. Me neither. I feel like there, there's too much, there's too much, you know, uh, of like a higher, not a hierarchy, but there's too much responsibility amongst that coaching staff. Oh, yeah. There's more accountability, not accountability per se, but you know, they're going to be more responsible. Yes. And yes. there's it's more, they have more structure in their coaching staff probably than most other. Teams like um, Alabama A and M, like they only talk trash before they actually focus on coaching. It looks like so, I, like Jackson State, I'm not too worried if they don't have Dion. Yeah, me. Oh, me. For like one, one game. Me neither. I, I think honestly, I think with or without Dion, they're gonna like beat the brakes off of off of the new equipment. Because and then honestly, the team isn't that great this year anyway. Exactly. They haven't won a game yet. I already said they'd be 0-8 after this game. And quite honestly, I mean, I think this is something that coaching staffs have practiced where – I mean, you kind of have like to. Like in now. case she's now. Yeah, especially with COVID going around. Exactly. Like you, you have to practice this. Like, I mean, we saw this occur. And there, with Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. The Cardinals. We saw this happen last year where coaches couldn't even be on the sideline. We saw Hugh. I remember two years ago, Hugh Freeze coached a game in the press box in a str- on a on a hospital bed. Yeah, no, talk about commitment. But I mean, but yeah. yeah. Say what you had to say. Say what you had to say. My bad. No, it was um, there was an idea floating around today with um, and like it was NFL teams should have like like every couple home games they should allow like a HBCU band to come in and play during halftimes. I saw I like, that. I love, that's not exactly a horrible idea, but I I'm like, it. my thing. Is, see, and here's my response to this. First of all, one, what are you going to tell the season ticket holders who sit in that section you're trying to put the band in? Two, you're going to have them play the whole game because most of these, most of these NFL. No, fans, probably just halftime. I uh, probably won't be probably halftime if anything. Honestly, I'd say just let them do the half. I can't think of a way that you're going to tell a season ticket holders in one certain section that, hey, we're going to put this band here. By the way, your your tickets aren't going to work this week. I just I oh, don't. Oh, that's see. true. Yeah, you take you take out the fun of the idea when you think too far into depth with that one. I mean, honestly, that's what you like. I mean, I know everybody's like, woohoo, yeah, let's do this, but we need to be real. Realistic, yeah. Exactly. Because think about it like this, and I can vouch for a lot of people as being a season ticket holder. If you if you had season tickets to an NFL game and you paid almost like oh my god, damn near six, seven hundred dollars in down payments, maybe more, depending on where you sit, and all of a sudden Someone's bringing in a band this week for probably the biggest game of the year, and you can't sit in that section. How do you think you're going to feel as a season ticket holder? Yeah, you'd probably be mad. Exactly. Like that's a huge waste of. Again, I, I, I'm just, I'm just thinking ahead. I don't mean to kill the moment, but I'm, I'm just thinking ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're being realistic. It's fine, but I'll just like eh, it's not a, it's like a bad idea but it's not a great idea at the same time thank you and then all right let's other- move on we got, we got to talk about this game from sunday or saturday i mean 
Oh yeah, you talking about the eighty yards through the heart of Huntsville? Yes. You know, sidestep. Oh, oh my gosh, it's so. I was laughing when I saw that. Oh. Just watching the coach sidestep down the sideline, I was like, okay. And the thing about that's, it that's was, this was funny. That was I. I started. I got hyped, and then I started laughing at the same time because I. I just knew at that point. I was like, game over. That is so demoralizing. And then the funny thing about it is, and I, I know you saw it, if you go back and look at the retweets from over the summer where you see all these Alabama A&M wide receivers talking about where so-and-so, where so-and-so, this is so disrespectful. I led so-and-so in so many yards and stuff. And you look at all of them saying these things, and I'm like, well, you know what? We'll find out October 16th who's the better wide receiving core. What happened October 16th? The Rack Boys had more total yards than the Outlaws. Mm. And they won the game. And and they won the game. Your pro your your NFL prospect at quarterback got outperformed by a, by a guy who didn't even start playing quarterback until what his junior senior year of high school. Which honestly, I commend Rashawn McKay. And he actually. didn't even start and didn't even start the season as their starter. He started the season as as a starter at FAMU, but he lost the spot and then got it back. Oh yeah, uh, I forgot he started against Jackson State. Yeah, I, hey, look, he outplayed an NFL prospect, Akil Glass, and I'm and I'm going to say it now, Akil Glass, as soon as the season's over, needs to get with needs to get with someone like Jordan Palmer or Carson Palmer and start training for the NFL. Um, if if he's really serious about it, I know I would. Because I feel like there's certain elements to his game that haven't even been tapped yet. If he's really trying to go there, because uh-huh. and I hate to say it and and demean a coaching staff, but whatever's going to help him get to that next level of being a franchise guy, it like ain't he, gonna, it ain't talking trash. It ain't talking trash, and whoever's going to help him get to that next level of being a franchise guy ain't in Huntsville. I'm sorry to say it. You get you got the wide receivers in Huntsville to do it if you really dial in because you, you and it's been proven you can do it. But the the drive or whoever can help him get over that hump and take him to that next level, that that offensive mind for the NFL, it's not in Huntsville right now. It's not. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to say it. I, I know some people are gonna challenge that, but I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. Like, and, and for those that say that say I shouldn't say that, ask yourself this: Do you, what what NFL franchise right now do you think a kill glass could walk into and be a day one starter for, with the way that he's played this season? What NFL franchise? He's got potential to get to the NFL, yes. But what NFL franchise do you see him starting for right now? And ladies and gentlemen, you need to listen to Ace's. You need to look at Ace's reaction and listen to it closely, because he will tell you he's more realistic on this than I am. I mean, it's pretty unrealistic people. They would probably say Houston or Washington, but I mean, Davis Mills, how he's been playing. I mean, he he dropped twenty something on a Bill Belichick defense, and that's a different type of level of play than it is than what. Um, Alabama A and M has been playing, so I mean, you have to exactly. think like that too. Exactly, exactly. But uh, a couple other key SWAT games this weekend is a game. Well, honestly, it's not many. 
only really two, if you ask me. My bias is showing for one. It's fam, you going to eat a beena for the first time in a long time, I think, and playing Mississippi Valley. And then you got Prairie View going to Southern for Southern's homecoming. And honestly, a lot of people will tell you uh, SWAC officials, they suck. And a lot of people are saying, like, don't expect there to be any favoritism towards the leaders in the SWAC West right now. I mean, that's a tough uh, homecoming for Southern, but Purview coming to town. Yeah, because I, I, mean, I mean, it's a better homecoming than what Alabama A&M had for Jackson State, wasn't it? Yes. I mean, yes. So it's better. It's a better homecoming than that, but like, that's not an easy matchup because Purview's been playing pretty good recently. So, I mean. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, look, if if Prairie View can just go in there and take care of business and take the officials out of it, I think that they will be able to win this game. But it's hard to go into Southern and win a game because of that element of the officials and the environment. And it kind of is like, and I hate to draw comparisons because I know they don't want to be compared to them, but it is like going into Tiger Stadium at night and playing a game. So I'm, which is across up the road from them at LSU. So, I mean, there's the comparison there. I know some people don't want to hear that, but it's, it's the truth. It's tough to win there at night sometimes, but with that, we're going to go now to the second quarter. Actually, you know what? I got to drag this. I actually got to, I got to drag this on this one question. I got to hit on this. Is it possible? That's an interesting one. I mean, let's let's be. They've had two losses this season. One is against the leader of the East right now in uh, Jackson State, and then they had the one loss against. The, oh, they're nationally right now. Jackson State's nationally. Yes, polls. Yes. And then they lost an FBS team. So I mean, albeit USF ain't all that. Give it, you know, they've only won one game, and I'm pretty sure it was against. It, it was against FAMU. So I mean. That, that's not saying much. So, I mean, their schedule, I mean, it's in favor of them to get into the FCS playoff with only, with only two losses, given who huh? they've lost against. I will say this. You need to win out. You have to win out if you want to really get in. Well, yeah. If you, if you win I'm out. Just about- say that again. I'm sorry. You, you went out. No, I said, it's like, um, what you're talking about, the win out thing. Yeah, I'm talking about the two losses that they have, and if they don't, you know, if they don't lose again, then oh. the two losses that they have, it's going to work with them because mm-hmm. it's given against who their opponents are. Yes, yes. Uh, and and I'll say this too. The the margin of victory needs to increase in most of these games down the home stretch. You got to really hit your stride. So, I mean, and because the honestly – You can't this, have any fourth quarter comebacks. Yes, you, you, you can't. You got you to gotta have – convincing wins where you really flex your muscles. And I think that that needs to start this week, to be honest. It, it has to, because you got to, you got to impress the committee and make them say like, okay, yeah, bam, you should be invited. And when you get in, you got to, you got to go to work. You're going to probably have to go off someplace far where you don't want to go, but make it happen, man. Make it happen. Uh-huh. And that will take us now to the second quarter. So I know 
one thing I know Russell Wilson did in fact get sent to IR, but the good mm-hmm. news is Rashad Penny's supposed to be coming back off of IR. Yep. And especially with the latest injury at running back, because I know Carson already went to IR, but they sent Alex Collins got a they, they didn't say it's a bad hip injury, but they haven't said it's either it's also a good injury. So, I mean, and mm. sometimes them hip injuries, you know, they can hang around a little. Yeah. And give you trouble trying to do your cuts and whatever. So, yeah. Because, I mean, when he was watching Collins play, he does do a lot of spin moves to get out of the – to find his uh, hole. So, I mean, if mm. you got a hip injury, you ain't going to be spinning too, too much anyway. And oh, you're yeah. playing against a, a front seven with the Saints who's going to get – Two starters back already, so mm-hmm. it's not going to be like it's going to be easy. So hopefully Penny. I mean, he was a first round pick, but I mean, he hasn't done much since he tore his ACL and whatever it was twenty nineteen. I think it was right. Nineteen. Yeah, I'm rooting for him, dude. Honestly, primarily because he's on my fantasy team this week. <laughs> had to mm, make- I picked him up because I got nobody. I had to. I had to pick. I had to pull some strings and stuff. So I mean, we'll see. Hopefully, he can get in and make some plays happen. But the other thing too was uh, John Gruden. Life after. Well, I shouldn't say. I shouldn't mention life after John Gruden looks to be pretty good for the Raiders. They looked more mm-hmm. calm and relaxed. Yeah, the offense looked better. Like those humming better. They got got Kenyon Drake a little more involved, more or less. Like he had more touches, and even Josh Jacobs looked better. Running like they were, they're running. I'm gonna just say like the running game looked, the running room looked better. I should say, than it has been in the recent weeks. Yes, yes, it it, it really did. Um, and then like I think just the fact that oh, hold, we got a comment here. Hello there, T-shirt. Another Dragon Ball T-shirt. Uh, I mean, it's a Dragon Ball T-shirt. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. Mm. I don't, uh, I don't know. Okay. Keep moving. Why, that's why he's called Limitless Vegeta, Loki. Uh, but well, this is Goku. This ain't Vegeta on this one. Oh. I have I have another one with Vegeta, but this ain't wearing that one today. All right, let's keep <laughs> moving back. But we were talking about the Raiders. Yeah, but yeah, the, yeah, we were talking about the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders, they look a lot more comfortable, honestly. Like they I mean, look, it's 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 one of those things I think where you kind of you it, controversy makes you come closer together. So I, I, mean, I think yeah. And in, in a sport like this, you love camaraderie is a big thing. Yeah. I mean, and then it honestly I think it it kind of did something to this team. Where they were just like, you know what? Like, we can't let something like this tear apart what we were trying to do. So, mm-hmm. come out and still be that team that we know we can be, and reach. And ultimately, we have a goal here, and that's to make the playoffs and win a Super Bowl. Which, honestly, to the outside, that's blasphemous. But to everybody in that locker room and that organization, that's a realistic. That's every achievement. locker room. Yeah, exactly. Oh. It's every uh, 90% of teams, certain ones know they have no shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Certain ones do know. Like Jacksonville, they know they're Jacksonville, they know they're- Houston, uh, Detroit, sadly. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. They play hard, but it's like their team's just not like the the talent level's just not there. No, not at all. And then the other thing too was two big time wins this week. Or really, yeah, a couple big time wins. Jacksonville finally gets in the win column. After hey, that 20- guy for engineer and special team player of the week for the AFC. Yeah, give Matthew Wright a shot. I'll give him a, a round of applause. He went from a software engineer a couple months ago to AFC special team player of the week. The dumb thing about it though was is like they cut Josh Lambo, who's the most like accurate kicker in the franchise's history. Yeah, I didn't get that one. That I know was... he had, he was hurt, but like still. Yeah, I wonder how bad it must have been. Um, and then the other thing too was the Cowboys pulled off an OT win in Foxborough. Uh, no, nah, that wasn't the most impressive win of the weekend. It was out in LA. Oh yeah, Lamar. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was yes. I enjoyed that too because I, I think thinking, the Ravens are going to be better than what they look like right now. If, Once they get Rashad Bateman going, oh boy, they're going to look better. Let me tell you. Look at think about it like this: they got sixteen guys on IR right now. And they're still five and one. Can you imagine if they they well, they'd probably be? If they never lost J.K. Dobbins or Marcus Peters, if they never and Ronnie out. Stanley, exactly. Like they would still they would be probably undefeated. And looking at the Super Bowl, like we gonna make this thing. Mm-hmm. Well, when you guys think of it, also, I mean, I think those injuries kind of, kind of like iron sharpen iron kind of thing. You know what I'm talking about? Like oh, all those injuries, they got them kind of like how the Raiders they the camaraderie got better. So, I was like, once you see all these guys go down, the media's gonna count us out or whatever, and then they play even better. And next man up steps, you know, all that. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. took three running backs who the NFL gave up on, and they're making them getting trade calls on them now. Mm-hmm. And see, you took the words right out of my mouth, you took them right out my mouth. But I do present you with Which this one? question. I present you with this question, America. Was the win no. over Buffalo the shot in the arm Tennessee needed? Nah. No. <laughs> so back to reality. Yeah, they got back to where they needed to be. And their defense sure. still isn't that good. Well, at least the secondary. That's true too. They I believe they play the Chiefs this weekend. Oh yeah. So I mean, honestly, might run wild. They they might have a chance there. Well, they have a chance in the front seven, but not not that back secondary. Oh yeah, no, honestly, no. Well, Tyree, you got to do is run a double move on Janoris Jenkins. He's getting an eighty-yard touchdown. True. Yes, but the way Patrick Mahomes is playing, well, Patrick well, Mahomes like twenty nineteen Jameis. Yeah, I know these multiple turnover games. Might be something there for Tennessee to take advantage of. So, hey, look out. <laughs> look out. I'm Because honestly, look, did we expect did we expect them to do what they did against Buffalo? Did we? I was surprised they were hanging in the game to begin with. And then once I saw in that fourth quarter, it's like the back and forth going on. I was like, okay, yeah, Tennessee is probably going to actually win this. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, ain't no way. There's no way. To, and then I'm like, Buffalo's got to pull away at some point. I'm like, Buffalo's defense is going to stand up and start making plays. 
and start getting oh, no. interceptions. There's going to be a pick six somewhere, and then it never came. They couldn't stop A.J. Brown. Who said he ain't going to eat fast food ever again? What's with these people getting food poisoning from Chipotle? It's like everybody yeah. was getting food poisoning from Chipotle. Honestly, dude, I have no idea. I hate to get off topic, but I don't know. I actually, don't, I'm trying for going off topic. I was like, like that just came in my head. I'm like, no, you're good. Because honestly, I mean, like, you're not, this isn't the first time I've heard this. Like, earlier today, I heard people like downplaying Chipotle and Moe's earlier today when I was in class. I mean, I don't eat either, but like, still. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you, I, you, you, I the you people today. always going to these issues. Yeah, it's all right. It's wild. But yeah, let's 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 get back on topic here. Uh we got a minute left. I still own you. We gotta talk about that one. Yes, I still own you. Aaron Rodgers definitely does, in fact, still own Green Bay. He is 21 and 5 as the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers against the Chicago Bears. Let me ask you this. What week is Tom Brady playing the Jets and the Bills? I know he plays the he plays the Bills December 14th. He plays the Jets week 17. Yeah, week 17. Hmm. We got a comment. It says um oh, pop up there. Thank you. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you. We appreciate that. All right, but is the are they playing either one of them in um in their like in Buffalo or New York or is it home games for they're playing Buffalo in Tampa at four o'clock on CBS. So they're probably playing the Jets on in New York because they played the Dolphins in Tampa. So they're going to probably he probably he should do the uh, I own you to the Jets. I still own you to the Jets. Honestly, you know what would be crazy? That'd be kind of funny if he did that. If he actually ran for like a twenty-yard rush, that would against Buffalo. That would be pretty funny. I'm just not like for the Jets. Like if he goes into MetLife and he does it, like how mm-hmm. Rogers did it to to Chicago, because he has oh. owned both franchises. So I mean, it's like our Brady I'm about he owns both of them. So I mean, Brady should just go in and do it just for the fun. I could see it. It wouldn't even surprise me. It really wouldn't. It would not. Um, well, we got to switch on over now to the NCAA because the time has expired. So, Georgia has been rolling. They're rolling into their bye week. They have basically now two weeks of full preparation to get ready for Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay, I hate to interrupt you on that with the NCAA, but those uh, some the athletic was some because I know the McCain guy. I don't take what he says too much too serious, but they were saying uh, on the athletic that the the trade the trade talks with Deshaun Watson are actually real. They've been talking to the Dolphins, Panthers, and Eagles. So I just run that out there. Sorry for going off. Oh no, you're good. Like, see, I, I, I don't. I'm kind of surprised teams are going to trade for him with his whole issue. You know, you know what? But like, I guess and would probably. I guess it makes sense to Carolina. But I don't understand fully why they hate Jalen Hurts. It's not really his fault. It, they have no offensive line and they don't run the ball. I've spoken to people about that and they, I don't know. I told him honestly, I was like, he kind of, he kind of, kind of, and I'm stretching when I say this reminds me of Donovan McNabb, a more, a more athletic Donovan McNabb. 
But honestly, Philadelphia fans didn't really appreciate Donovan McNabb either. They booed him the day they drafted him. Philly fans are the worst. Hey, right, let's go back to the NCAA now. I just wanted yeah. to throw that out there. Oh, no, you're, you're yeah. good. good. Um, but, yeah, Georgia rolling into their bye week. Got basically two full weeks here to get ready for Florida. And what might be another bludgeoning in Jacksonville. Yeah, I won't be surprised given that LSU were in the same play like the entire game. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be a bludgeoning. I'll be mm-hmm. surprised if Florida scores. They probably mm-hmm. have to do a trick play or something. I need to go to I need to go to one of those games one of these years. One of these years I'm going to Jacksonville to go see that game for the right price though. I'm definitely going to make it happen. Um, the other thing too is I don't know if you saw it, but Coach O's stepping down, and my God, did you did you see the story? Did you see him? Oh, uh, I saw the story. That was a wild one. That man, look, I ain't, I've never seen anything like that in my life. I mean, the chances wow. of talking to who you talked to, saying what you said, and that person being like related or married to a ex person. I mean, the amount of things that has to happen for that to happen the way mm-hmm. it did. I mean. That's just wild. Let me read this off for some of y'all that don't know what, what we're talking about. It, Coach, I said, as I said specifically, this is what I said on Instagram. Coach O's wild for this. It, Orgeron's new bachelor status created messes for him. Like the time Orgeron pulled up to a woman at a gas station wearing exercise attire and said, hey, you, looks like you like, hey, you look, hey, you look like you work out. He said, according to multiple sources, we could work out together. The woman informed Orgeron she was married and pregnant, to which he responded, why does that matter? And then she said, well, here's why, coach. That woman was the wife of highly of a high-ranked LSU official. Word of this reached the LSU Board of Supervisors, the collection of prominent Louisiana attorneys and business owners appointed by the governor who make the most important decisions at LSU, and of course, it reached LSU's athletic director Scott Woodward. I told you that's wild. I mean, just imagine like what he said in his voice. <laughs> that's just even more fun. Hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear. Go Tigers! Probably <laughs> said it just like that. If I'm being honest, uh, I don't know. Go Tigers! Oh, was oh was thinking there. Oh, yeah, uh, I know what he was thinking there because I know what he was thinking. I just like. You know what I mean. When you have, why he was, when a, when you apparently step down because you have multiple distractions of your baby mama's pulling up at practice, that's a problem. That that's all. Somebody I'm, do that. Somebody else did that. I feel uh, like no, there was oh Marquise Brown. They had a thing. It was I don't think it was true, but they were saying he had uh, two girlfriends at the game at the same time on a uh, Monday night. Or Sunday night against the Chiefs, or Sunday night against the Chiefs, or some shit like that. It, it was wild. That was thing, whatever. Sounds like a mess. Just sounds. I mean, like I mean, your baby mom was at a practice. That just, yeah. All right, let's talk about something better. Purdue beating the number two out of Iowa. Yep. And that makes me ask this question now. 
Probably. I won't put it past Purdue. Hey, look, Purdue's four and two. They got a better record than Wisconsin. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't pass put it past Purdue to just keep on going. I mean, hey, look, honestly, the way it's shaping up right now, I got Purdue and Tennessee meeting in the Outback Bowl. Eh, Purdue would probably win that game. Yeah, I know you're right. Honestly, Tennessee fans might start throwing mustard on Raymond James Stadium field. Who knows? They'd be like, you know, screw, screw the hot dog. Just throw it out there on the field. Let's see what happens. I mean, where do you get the mustard bottle? My thing is, why didn't why did how does security guard not how does security guard let you get in with that? That's what I'm talking about. How do you how do you have a mustard bottle in a can? I thought we weren't supposed to allow like first of all first of all ever since 9/11 I thought we weren't supposed to allow like closed open top bottles inside stadiums. I thought they had to be clear at for for starters. So I I didn't know you're allowed to bring in any kind of bottle. You're you're really not. Honestly, but I'm, I have a crazy story about that that I'm going to tell you about when we get off air, because okay, I have a that's right out on air thing. But we got, I got you, I got you. Hey, yeah. yeah, and then golf ball. Like, where do you get the golf balls from? You get like how stuff you, they were throwing on the field. How'd you, that's what I'm talking about. How'd you get it? In? Yeah, like in? do they? Then again, you know what? It's Tennessee. You know, ain't nobody gonna really run up in there like that. I mean, Texas is an open carry state, so you can carry it out freely in Austin going into a Longhorns game, I think. So, mm. so I mean, honestly, the, the landscape is – So, I mean, is it the same thing in Texas A&M that provide the uh, – the, after the Alabama game, remember somebody got killed or some crap like that and an argument? That was an argument in a ten, in an Alabama uh, bar, I believe. Oh, it was an Alabama bar? I thought it was in, outside the Texas A&M stadium. No, no. Um, all right. I don't know. I was just I was like, all right. You're good. The other thing, too, regarding the LSU job was uh, Jimbo Fisher, though. So Jimbo We're talking Fisher, about Lincoln Riley for that LSU job. Nah, I don't nah, see him leaving Oklahoma. No, nah, honestly, I mean, look, I, I, I said this about Jimbo when the rumors started for Jimbo at Florida State. Why would you leave a job that you were handed, that you were personally handed, so I'm, and but I I don't know why he's still left. Well, actually, I do know why Jimbo still left after reading all the like these countless pages of material and stuff, and listening to him and listening to the people at Florida State. But at the same time, too, I mean, like Lincoln Riley, I think Oklahoma's a better situation. Honestly, he's rolling right now. He's looking. He's he's eyeing a playoff bid. Like I, and I don't see him leaving that for LSU. Jimbo, I know who is leaving. I know I know someone who is leaving Oklahoma though. Oh, I think we all do. His last name starts with the R. First name starts with the S. Almost choked yeah. away Red River rivalry. Yeah, we know that guy. He's out. Yeah, he, he's he's out. He's gone. Yo, yeah, most definitely. But uh, yeah, Jimbo said basically he hopes to finish out his contract. He. He said he he's got his family established in in Texas and stuff and everything. I mean, so most there. most what I was gonna say most things what Jimbo says. I mean, sometimes you gotta take it with a little bit of grain of salt. So I mean, if LSU just offers you a boatload of money, I mean, tell me if you ain't taking that job. I will say, luckily for Texas A&M folks, there's more money in Texas than there is in Louisiana. 
and I, I, I don't see it happening right now. Although I do think Jimbo and Max Johnson together would be a fantastic quarterback, quarterback coach duo. But I, I just, I don't see it, man. Like it, it wouldn't surprise. Actually, no, I don't think he's leaving. Honestly, I think he, I think he tried. I think he's trying to get as far away from Florida without leaving the South as possible. So I, I can't imagine him going back to Louisiana. It's plus, I mean, like they they paid an arm and a leg to get Jimbo to College Station. Oh yeah, they, I and I, I I don't I think he's ma- he's making good money there on this ten year deal he's got. He he achieved what he promised, which was take down Alabama. So. Now the question is, can you do it consistently? Because once you beat Alabama, as we all know, you're you become a marked man. That is true. You get a big X on your back. Exactly. So I mean, and a circle on the calendar. Yes. So before we move on, I got to ask these two questions here. This is the first one. No. I agree. This is the second one. I mean, almost like Arch Manning goes to Tennessee. Which after that stunt the fans were pulling, I don't think that's ever happening now. I agree. I could see him more so at Ole Miss. Yeah, I think he'll go Ole Miss before that, but it'll probably be Alabama. That's the one right there. Oh, I didn't see the different question now. Hmm. The fans are going to still like him for the uh, 2019 one. Because most LSU LSU fans, they think it's the uh, greatest college football team out ever. So the, he'll get remembered for that one. I don't think – the the way how it ended, I don't think people are going to talk about it too, too much. They'll talk about the last two years probably and how it was kind of mediocre and down. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think how it ended is going to be talked about too, too Like in 10, no. 15 years. Probably not. He'll get remembered for 2019 most more so. I'm going to remember him as being a player. You know, he had. I'm gonna, remember, I'm gonna remember him for being for having a lot of hens in his uh, hens in the chicken coop. Jesus, man! I got... Look, I'm, I'm just being honest. I but, mean, I mean, you're not wrong, but I know I'm being I'm being mean today. I'm I'm sorry. You woke up and chose violence. All right. I kind of did. I was just bash the state of Florida before we switch over. No top twenty-five teams for the first time since in a decade. Eleven, it's crazy, it's shameful, and the crazy thing, trash. Crazy thing is, and I, I hate to speak to your age on this, but there was a time, believe it or not, young man, when Florida, LSU, or no, Florida, Miami, and Florida State were all in the top five. Uh. Oh, was it 2000s or the 90s? It was from like the late 80s. Oh, 80. That was way before my time. Mid to late 80s, all the way through the early 2000s. That was the case. And is the, you know what's the saddest part? They pop out all this NFL talent from around Tampa and Miami and Fort Lauderdale or wherever, or even sometimes Orlando. And yet, that's how bad the recruiting is in these schools because they're not going to any of these schools really. 
Honestly, I can tell you now from some people that I knew that knew Sammy Watkins. A lot of people like like Sammy Watkins' family said, you know, we we've seen every part of Florida. So like let's go somewhere that we haven't been yet. And that's why we ended up at Clemson. And then you've got you would surely think Dalvin Cook's brother would follow in his footsteps and go to Florida State. Yeah, that one always surprised me when he went to Georgia. He went to a better situation because I think honestly, I think there was a conversation there that Jimbo and da- and Dalvin Cook had deep down, where Dalvin Cook probably knew Jimbo wasn't going to be there long term, and he probably told his brother, "Hey, you know, look in other places because Florida State in a few years won't be it." So that's, order- that's, that's possible. Because I mean, look, Dalvin and J- and Jimbo were like this; they were like that. So, I mean, because he was the best player on the team outside of Derwin James. Yeah. I mean, that kind of speaks for itself. But let's switch on over here to now the hot topics. Yeah, we kind of jinxed the uh, Red Sox and uh, Braves last night, I guess. Because both of them ended up losing. Yeah, that was. I mean, that's a wild jinx, but, like, it happened. It it, it 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 did. My God, I've, it, I don't the, think the I've Braves, someone that bad. The Braves were up five to two, and they and they found a way to lose the game. And now you let eighth. in the eighth they lost. And now you let the Dodgers back in the series. And now the Dodgers have gotten full confidence back up. What it's it's what two two now, two one. It's two two. I thought it was two one. It's two one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, you let them get back in the series. It's 2-1 now. They're gaining confidence. The good news is the Braves are winning tonight. And then also, too, with the with the Red Sox, the Red Sox look like they're about to go down three games to two. The Astros are up 9-1 to one at the bottom of the ninth. Okay. Guess we were wrong on both of them. Let's uh, sweep that under the rug from last night's episode. Honestly, I mean, I think- gee, I know I have, I know, I know, I could, I'm say, I know I could blame someone for the 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 um, Braves losing. I could blame, I could blame the Atlanta Falcons for jinxing them. It wasn't us for the Braves. Look, it's it was it, the Falcons. You know what? That wouldn't even surprise me. Well, well, and the other thing that doesn't surprise me either is the fact that the Houston Astros have have basically got the Red Sox number. Doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, should have been beating up the Astros, but she we ain't getting back into that that uh, volcano. Crazy times, man. Crazy <laughs> times. But now I'm ready for this fantasy football stardom or sit em. Yay. This one's going to be wild. You're going to hear some names you probably haven't heard like in years, probably. Oh, I'm sure. But let or me, you're going to probably hear a name like, who is that? Let me Where point out who's on a bye week this week. So Buffalo's on a bye week. The Chargers are on a bye week. The Cowboys are on a Vikings. bye week. And the Vikings. Steelers. Steelers, too. So in that group, yeah. So you got Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, 
Ezekiel Elliott, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Deontay mm. Johnson. You get you get the point. There's a yeah. lot of good people on buys right now. Not to mention everybody on Buffalo. So I mean all right, let's see who who we got. Who you got on deck for me? Because I mean last week I had to start a guy named Khalil Herbert. I didn't even know he existed until Friday evening. Khalil put, is he the for running the Bears? Back? He was the Bears running back. I, I ain't starting him this week, but I didn't even know who he was. He got me 18 points in a dub, so I mean, good for him, but like, I didn't even know who he was. So This week, same kind of issue, but I ain't starting him against the Bucks. That ain't happening. Understandable. Also, too, keep in mind. The Bears might get shut out. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Keep in mind, too, um, that B- Baker Mayfield and Kareem Hunt and even and Chubb. No, Nick and- Chubb's already rolled out. Yeah, all three. Odell's questionable, but that's not saying much. He, he ain't relevant in Cleveland. He needs to get traded. The Browns are missing a lot of pieces this week against the Broncos Thursday, tomorrow night. Does they say if um, Conklin and Willis are playing or no? The offensive tackle. I don't know if they're playing this week or not. Jack Conklin. They were out. They were out last week. I don't know if they're playing this week. I'm not 100% sure. I'm really not 100% sure. But Eli Mitchell's available. Eli Mitchell's still available? Eh, Colts run defense is actually not that bad. As well, too, uh, you've got got the Ravens defense against Cincinnati. Nah. You got Chase Edmonds against Houston this week. He might be out. Chase Edmonds is a free agent. Wait, what? No, I was going to say also you got Josh Jacobs against Philadelphia. Got Derrick Henry against against Kansas City this week. No, wait, you said Chase Edmonds. Like, yeah, I don't think he's playing this week. He's probably not going to play. He was banged up. Mm. All right, so who you got for the stardom sit him? I would say start the Rams defense if you have them. Who are they playing? They are playing Detroit. Oh yeah, start them. Start 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 Massey Stafford. He's gonna probably hit the over on every single betting odd this week. Just because it's a revenge game. Well not yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Homecoming revenge, you know. I would also start the Bucks defense and I would also yeah. Likely start Arizona's defense. Bucks yep. are going against Chicago. And JJ Arizona. Watt's going to have like six sacks. This is going to be an emotional game for him. I really just thought about that. Yeah. JJ Watt's going to have six sacks, and I'm not going to be surprised. <laughs> it, it would, yeah, for real. Like, it, that's, yeah. Oh my gosh. And now that I really think about that. And no one's really talking about that one. Like, I just realized that no one's going back to Houston. Or even DeAndre going back to Houston for that matter. Yeah, see this. Yeah, see that's going to be ugly then. So I would definitely start. DeAndre might just go off, and he hasn't been good in fantasy really. He's been getting touchdowns, which is saving him. But DeAndre I, might get like probably two hundred yards, and no one will blink an eye. Yeah. So I'll say this: if you have any Cardinals players this week, definitely start, start them all. Even Zach Ertz. Yes. One week of practice, who cares? It'll probably go off. 
All right, now that might be one. a 50 piece. Here's one interesting one for Houston and a Patriot player as well. Brandon Cooks against Arizona this weekend. Byron Murphy's outcome. I don't think they shadow Byron Murphy, though. I don't remember if they do. Now. I'm starting to think about it. I mean, I'll start Brandon Cooks just because he's the only receiver they have, but like, so he'll just get volume alone, but like, Houston might not get anything. I, I agree. I agree. As well as. If you have a John- running back, JD McKissick. That's who I'm rolling with this week. That's my start of the week. JD McKissick. Someone beat me to it. I don't know who beat me to it, but. Uh, me neither. Um, the other one, too, is Johnny Smith this weekend against the. Johnny really? Smith hasn't done diddly squat this year. Wow. I've Hunter Henry's been better than Johnny Smith because Hunter oh, yeah. Henry's getting more touchdowns. That's true, too. I feel like they're using Johnny Smith as a blocking tight end more yeah. so. And that's mm-hmm. where. That's what you kind of say to yourself. Johnny Smith should have just stayed in Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. All right, here's another one for you. You're for the bag. Jalen Hurts against Las Vegas. Yep. They haven't figured out how to run the ball, so he's going to be throwing it probably 50 times again or whatever. I would agree with that. Debo Samuel against Indianapolis. Yep. Mm-hmm. And these secondaries banged up, not the run defense. How about the Broncos defense against Cle- against a banged up Cleveland Browns team? Mm-hmm. Uh, they did enough points for you just off of sacks, probably. Holy. Okay. All right. Enough of the fantasy. We need to talk about some basketball. Jalen Brown just dropped 20 in the first. Okay. 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 The other thing too is it's actually the bottom of the second. Bottom of the second, the Braves are currently still lead out in LA against the Dodgers. Nothing. We'll see how long that lasts. And also, too, the Astros just went final with the Red Sox. So the Astros are up nine or up three to two in that series. So yeah, this has been I mean, an interesting. Okay, who saw the uh, Wizards up 20 on the Raptors at halftime? Wizard. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, this yeah. Beal's got 13. I forgot Dinwiddie's with them. Kuzma not playing bad. Kuzma 4 for 8 with 11 and 8. 11 points, 8 rebounds. Okay, Kuzma. Yeah. All right, let's check. Let's check Jalen Suggs. I'm gonna see how he's doing. He's two. He's only got two points. That game just started. Never mind. All right. I just I did my quick basketball rundown. You're good. You're good. That's actually gonna bring us to the final two minutes of this show. Anyway. We had we had to include some basketball because basketball started today. So I just gave some score updates. That's all. Nothing wrong with that. It's all good. And then I mean. And then the Astros are kind of clawing back and working their way to a World Series. So, it's all good. Anybody spot any garbage cans on the field? No. Anybody spot any any signals being stolen? 
Anybody give me that jerseys? <laughs> the jersey Insane. wrapped up on them. But as always, too, if you haven't already, make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms as they scroll across the bottom line there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope that you've enjoyed this episode as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you uh, as well. And too. remember, like on the bottom, uh, give it a second, right there, Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 8. Last give and run again, always at 8 o'clock, no other time. Yes. And then also, too, the, the, family, pre-se- the, the family pregame analysis are always an hour before kickoff. Always an hour before kickoff. So if you look at the time on ESPN of what time the game starts – you literally put check an in, front. put an hour in front and check in with us about what time we what time we come on here and we break down the games. That's it's literally and we generally post it on Twitter what time we're starting and like how long until we start times. Literally when when you guys wake up in the morning, the times will be posted on Saturday. Yep. They'll be up Friday, honestly. Heck, it might be mm-hmm. up tomorrow. But always look at the, what time the game starts. Think about an hour before. So, family mm-hmm. play Eastern time. They play at four o'clock. Four o'clock Saturday. Well, coming at I'll, three. I'll be here at three o'clock. We'll be talking about it for at least thirty minutes. So, you guys tune in. Leave your comments and stuff. Remember, for some reason, Twitter's down, so you can't really leave a comment on Twitter. But leave a comment on YouTube. Twitter's down. For some reason, you can't you can't leave comments on Twitter with this with with the way things are here. But you know yeah. it, it's weird. But as always, folks, we've enjoyed this. Uh, stay safe out there. Stay blessed. Enjoy Wait, let's see if it goes in. I put a thing. I said to self. Let's see if it goes in. You get anything? No. Wait. 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 What? I I, I, I put I put up on chat for the show right now for the private chat or the chat no the chat chat on this thing i was just trying to see if it works oh yeah no nothing popped up okay yeah hmm. some but, destinations won't get comments that's probably why okay probably. But yeah, all right then make sure to be a friend tell a friend thank you for the thank you again yes